Hello once again, friends, and welcome to After the Movie. As always, here with you is Erica. I've got Bob, very concerned about our television situation upstairs. What's up? So he might be a little distracted. And then we have Alex with us as well. Deal with it. Yes, everyone's very angry that you're here. Furious as expected. Even. I mean, I'm angry about it. Because I ruined your whole night. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> I'm sure the dozens enjoy it, though. Uh, so, yeah, we are uh, going to talk about The Last Jedi like two weeks after anybody wants to talk about it, because that's just the way that we roll. No, no. If, if what I've seen on the internet is any indication, people are not tired of talking about The Last Jedi by any stretch. <laughs> but we were supposed to see it when it came out, but I was uh, struck down because the universe fucking hates me. So and then, and then I got uh, and then Bob down. got struck down the day that we were supposed to go see it again because and, Erica fucking hates him. Yes, pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of an ordeal, but we did finally get to it um, over the holiday weekend. So uh, as we are wont to do, Bob is going to uh, take that left turn into the trailer park. I gotta, I gotta get a, I gotta get a sound for that. We need our soundboard. We do need a soundboard. But... Some screeching tires. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and just Clarkson yeah, yeah, for everything yeah. <laughs> in the world. Uh, so, so we got a f- pretty new batch of trailers, right? Yeah, we did. Um, first up, the Miracle Season. Uh, refresh my memory. Girls Volleyball. Oh, yeah. Don't care. Nope. <sighs> Annihilation. This was the new one from the dude who did Ex Machina, right? Yes, with Natalie Portman. And Oscar Isaac. And, uh, yep. Yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah. Based on a book, too, I think. You know what? Here's the thing. I want to see this movie. I don't want to see any fucking thing else about it. No. Yeah. When does it come out? Do you remember? I don't. Okay. But I want... It I looks do... good. It I would does. Like it looks interesting. It. Yeah. So. And that director is pretty... Did you see uh, Ex Machina? Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I think that director is pretty tried and true. So. Little, little bit too predictable. Well, I mean... What Everything we happened to like exactly as you thought it would. But Oscar Isaac was dancing. That was great. Now, okay, I don't know actors' names and everything. The guy who is the other guy, the other like main character in Ex Machina, you know, the redhead. Yes. Was that the same yes. actor it's, who's the general? Huh, in, yes. In this? Right? Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So they're pals. They're amigos. <laughs> Well, he was. Uh, He's Brendan Gleeson's like nephew or something. He wasn't he one of. Um, the brothers on in Harry Potter. Uh he wasn't one of the twins, but he may have at one point been a. He was brother. in there. I thought, He's yeah. a British actor. I'm sure at some point he, he was, was in, in the Harry, Harry Potter. Potter yeah. Yes. Um. After Annihilation, we got Mortal Engines. That's based on a book series. I want to say. I don't remember anything about that trailer. Uh that was the one where it was like the cities were like mobile. Oh, Remember? okay. I got a real Howl's Moving Castle vibe. Okay. But I don't think they were going for that at all. It reminds me of the Doctor Who episode where the UK is a floating spaceship. Hashtag <laughs> Doctor Who bullshits. <laughs> um, then we had Jurassic World. I think we talked about this uh, in a previous uh, subtle interference. Right? We discussed the Jurassic World trailer. Didn't Probably. We? It looks terrible. 
I and if don't, you think it looks good, you're fucking wild. I haven't seen the first Jurassic World. That trailer was fucking awful. And if the trailer's bad, you know the movie sucks. Well, because here's the thing. You can cut anything to, to look, look good. good. Oh, for sure. Yeah, easily. Like, they, that second Suicide Squad trailer they did was like, oh, all right, this movie's going to be terrible because you did that first trailer. No, no, I there was never a good trailer for that movie. Well, you knew it was going to be bad either way. That's for sure. And we decided to subject ourselves to it anyway because we're morons. But um, I don't think we paid for it, though. I didn't. Did I never saw Prime? that shitty movie. Hmm? Did we watch it on Prime? Either on Prime or, like, one of the streaming services. Yeah. So. It was terrible. But you knew, you knew that already. Yeah. See our uh, After the Movie episode on Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, we had Alpha. That's the one with the dog, right? Yeah, it looks dumb. The greatest story <laughs> ever told. Yeah, that was like, okay, you guys gotta tone that down just a smidge. Because I think that could be interesting, but if you're gonna do it, I, I, you gotta go, like, whole hog with it. Like, I don't want the cavemen or the early man speaking, like, fucking English, you know? Just do it, like, go apocalypto with it. Yeah, subtitles, and let's just fucking go for it. Yeah, they're not going to do that. After that, we had Ready Player One. Why is Tracer in that trailer? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? No, That's the only good thing I'm in that trailer. It's a bad thing. It's, it's a movie. The book is about bullshit 80s nostalgia. Well, I think they're updating it, obviously, to give people some nostalgia for some newer stuff, for too. For shit that came out two years ago. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hey, 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 listen. All that has to happen in that movie I know, is Alex Tracer yes. shows up and she goes, cheers, love. Cavalry's here. It's a four star movie instantly. Um, but what, Alex, what's going to happen, though, when there's loot boxes inside the Oasis? If Tracer opens it while she's saying her line, that's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> How I have dare noted. You? I- How dare you disparage Tracer? I wasn't disparaging No, Tracer. no, no. How dare you? Shut up. We are going to go see that movie. Yeah. Because it's brought to us by cinematic game changer Steven Spielberg. Did you notice how they've taken that out? I have. They must have gotten so much. Yeah, of because that was the dumbest thing that you could ever say about anything. It's a shame, too, because like, just the core concept is really interesting. The book is a good book to read on a flight. I was amused by it but yeah. it is just reference the book right it's kind of which like, is a shame when you've got such like a cool topic and that's all you do with it you could do right i mean it it plays out exactly as you think it would and it's just kind of yeah yeah i think it's supposed to be more of a because it looks like there is a fair amount of like cg characters in it as well like kind of the av- whole avatar thing whatever mm-hmm. You know who was standing next to Tracer? One of the Battletoads. Chun-Li. They're in that trailer, too. Chun-Li. is the Iron Giant. Every, everything and Chucky. is in that trailer. I think Freddy Krueger is in there. If Strong Bad isn't in there. Oh, he failed as a species. Yes. Yeah. A Wrinkle in Time. I'm jacked as fuck for A Wrinkle in Time. I, I like I like Dad Chris Pine. No, I, I the book is one of my absolute favorites, yeah. so I'm really excited to see them do it like on the big screen because it's been done as like I think like a BBC miniseries. It's mm-hmm. it's had like that, but 
yeah, it's a great book. So I'm really, really excited to see them adapt it for the main screen. I think the kind of tact they're taking with it is a little odd. The whole, like, ooh, like, be a warrior thing. Because that's not that book really at all. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do with it. And if it's bad, I will be very, very, very disappointed. But if you haven't read the book, you should read the book. It's a quick read. It's only a couple hundred pages. And last on our list, Infinity War. Which everyone's going to go see. Yes. It's going to be good. It has um, awesome beard Chris Evans. Solid beard. Very solid That's beard. the beard every guy wants. That is. When you grow a beard, that is the beard you're striving of for. Of course, I think pretty much any beard is going to look good on Chris Evans. Yes. He would have to actually actively worse to make himself work, to make himself look worse. Correct. So there's that. I also saw Tomb Raider, the trailer for that. Oh, have we didn't seen, have that at have the you beginning seen of that? ours. No. no. What'd mm. you think? You haven't seen that trailer at all? No. no. It looks okay. I mean, are they? it's basically going to be like the most recent games, Yeah, right? it's it's the story from the first reboot. Okay. I so, mean, which had no story. Not really, no. So. <laughs> it was, she was really kind of sad doing. about killing one guy, and then she kills every single all person on the island. All of them. Right. I mean, look. I said this before. I don't need them to pick an actress who has Angelina Jolie's proportions. Okay, I don't need that. It's totally fine. It would have been nice if Alicia Vikander, is that her name? Sure. Would have lifted some weights. <laughs> I mean, just like Is it the kind of thing where it's like Well, could there's... can we can we make it look like you could feasibly do these physical acts? I don't think that's too much to ask. Because, you know, look at Gal Gadot. She put on some muscle for Wonder Woman. She didn't show up, like, rail thin. Right, right. You know, Alicia looks like she's, like, 70 pounds. Right, <laughs> so, it's like you're not lifting anything, honey. Um, she, there she's, like, jumping across gaps and grabbing onto shit and pulling herself up. Like, come on. It'd be funny if they had, like, in the game where, like, when you, like, fall down the waterfall... And you hit something and you get like impaled on oh, it. Oh, that's in the trailer. Is it really? That's not her getting impaled. Ah! But falling into like a waterfall is. Her like sliding under a trap in a tomb is in there. No, those deaths in the game were fucking hysterical. Oh, they were violent. Like, damn it. Like, this is great, but damn it. <laughs> I had a blast with those two games. But, I mean, that doesn't mean anything that it's going to translate into a decent movie. Yeah, but... it's probably actually worse yeah, for probably, it. usually. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did a Horizon Zero Dawn movie, how bad it would be? <sighs> you know, it's the kind of thing they're going to option like they did with, like, Bioshock and Mass Effect, and they're just never going to do anything with it because it's too... It's too much for a movie. You'd almost have to do, like, a, a show. It's it... perfect as a video game. So leave it. Leave it. There should be a Mass Effect TV show. There should be a Mass Effect TV show on HBO or Netflix. I agree. It should not be a movie. It should be a TV show. No, it's it like would Star have to Trek. Be, right? All all these great sci-fi game universes. The other thing, they're too big. You for you a movie wouldn't even have to do like I would obviously love to have like the Shepard story, but do the first Contact War. There's so much in that universe. That you could pull from, it would be great. By the way, another notch in the belt of Studio Movie Grill, other than being cheaper. I only saw four trailers before that movie. Can Which you, ones did you see? Can you believe it? Actually, no. Avengers, Tomb Raider, 
Uh, oh God. You didn't take notes. <laughs> I did not take notes. What are what's some other popular stuff coming out? Oh, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, really? They had. I don't remember the. Movie? I don't remember the fourth one. We talked about that a little bit, right? The yeah, trailer didn't I mean, do anything for me, but I'm kind of jacked. It's Robert Rodriguez, and they're going to be going fucking crazy. And I enjoyed the the manga, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I just want to say that just four trailers. I couldn't believe it. That's astonishing. Because you're because when this trailers start, you like strap yourself in. You're like, let's go. Four hours of trailers. <laughs> right. I'm ready. Oh Eight shit! There's a movie. At least, exactly. The movie. I forgot. Right. Right. I've completely. I thought I paid to see trailers. Speaking of the movie, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. The shittiest Jedi. You're just going to go like counter the whole time? No, I'm going to give my honest opinion. I'm just joking right now. I know. Um, um, well, it was okay. How do you want to like come at this? I mean, do we want to talk about the idiocy on the internet first? Or do we want to save that for later? Because some of those change.org petitions that you were reading me last night made me like... Sure. Why don't we start with that? And, you know, just the uh, requisite spoiler warning. Yes, lots of spoilers. This is a discussion, not a review. We're also like two weeks out, though, so I think everybody who's... I No, see, I take issue with that, too, because this is a problem I had. Um, we we try to go... Day we're going to go of, night of. We but... try to go night of for a couple of reasons. One, um, we try to do the podcast. Two, we don't want spoilers throughout the week and it it has just become so impossible to avoid them because it's in the headlines now i thought though that everybody was really good about it for the weekend and then tuesday hit and everyone was like we're done let's talk about this we're done with like the the the, like the spoiler like we're just spoiling the fuck out of everything right now right it's just so frustrating it's like not everyone can see it right away yeah but that's just kind of the internet just on the internet it sucks we're going to look back at some point far in the future and be like, this was the worst thing that mankind could have ever done to themselves. You know, I want the solar flare to hit, knock out everything. Solar flare. Solar flare. Solar flare times 100. <laughs> but he you did gotta... it to me when we were playing racquetball <laughs> once. He screamed out solar flare when he was hitting the ball, and I, like, collapsed. I was laughing so oh, hard. Oh, God. <laughs> You were like, I must marry this idiot. No, we were already married. Fuck. <laughs> I must divorce this idiot. I'm pretty sure a few volleys later I hit him in the balls, but you know. Such is the should, danger should I, of should I bring ball. up Should I bring up the change.org list? No, please don't. Let's no, there's oh, just Oh my god. Look, look. There's a lot of idiots on the internet. Deal with it. Well, it we've been I was talking about this with someone at work today and uh, it's, I don't, if you want, if you just want what Star Wars was, just watch the original trilogy on a loop. I also don't think that we're so far off of what the original trilogy was, though. No, one of the things I heard people complaining about was, oh, this has changed the definition of the Force. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, what movie were you watching? What do you think the Force was? <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I don't go ahead Alex I'm sorry well I just wanted to say I am approaching this from the perspective of someone who has very little memory of that original trilogy I don't even remember one two and three 
you know that's not a bad thing though i I mean i have no memory of those six movies essentially and i'm just approaching the force awakens rogue one and the last jedi from the perspective of these movies this current universe as it's being portrayed is this a good movie or not because that's another thing about the last jedi is i told this to bob i think the opinion of this movie changes dramatically if you look at it as the middle movie in a trilogy versus looking at it as its own individual movie. Well, I think any movie that's the... I think I compared it to Two Towers when we were sitting there after it finished. Mm -hmm. It's very clearly the middle of a trilogy. It's the second episode, right? Like, you can really... It has its own kind of stories and its own sort of uh, uh, arcs in there, but for the most part, it's just... No, we're ramping up to the And it is a challenge for the movie makers because you've got, you know, this big overarching movie or this big overarching plot that's going to be told across multiple movies. And but then you you need to make each of the individual movies kind of stand it on their own. It needs to be able to stand exactly. It needs to be able to tell its own thing. Well, and we've seen middle movies and trilogies that are excellent. The first one that comes to my mind is The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. But like I said, I have no memory of that movie. <laughs> I really don't. That's, I really don't. I, I I mean, we watch them fairly. I often. haven't I haven't seen those movies in at least ten years, which is crazy to me. But okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I, I'm just looking at the box for John Wick too. I think that could even kind of that could end up being a and, great like, middle movie. Enter the conversation because I'm they're doing John Wick three, and I would imagine that's probably going to be it. I would think so. Just yeah. it seems that way from the story that they're telling, but um. But, you know, to speak to your point... I would also say, though, I don't think it makes... I mean, this is probably a dumb thing to say, but the original trilogy is its own thing. And it's... Mm -hmm. Like, nothing about what these new movies are does anything to those movies. They're still there for you. You could still go watch them. They still Mm -hmm. exist. You know, even with uh, the new Star Trek movies, like, they... You know, oh, this is a different continuity. Fine, that doesn't erase everything that came before it. Canon is what you kind of make of it, you know? Well, I also, you know, I also feel like, why did Luke have to die at the end of this movie? My dad said the same thing. I really thought you could have kept him around for the final movie. Even if he dies half an hour in, he could have been in another movie. I didn't really see a reason... Like, I understand he extended his power. He used too much power. He killed his body with everything that he did at the end. But what story reason did he need to die right there? Uh, I think it was to kind of, the way I kind of read it was to use the last of whatever he had to kind of, you know, give the rebellion that extra little, what was left of the, whatever they're calling it now, the resistance. Oh, I want to talk about that a little bit, but yeah. But, you know, like, let me fan this little spark so it doesn't completely go out. And it's time to, you know, this is the old ways. The old ways are done, even though she did grab those books uh, at the that were in the fucking tree. So it's still there. But it's kind of a symbolic, like, a closing of the chapter on the, on the old ways. And we're going to kind of f- go forward with a new, not necessarily... The way they did it with the Jedi in the past. I will also say, though, and I said this to my dad, that Force ghosts are a thing. 
Oh yeah, like, the Luke's, Luke's coming back. <laughs> well, sure, I'm sure we're gonna see him, and maybe we see Anakin, maybe we see uh, Yoda again. I enjoyed the Yoda cameo here. Uh, Obi Wan. That worked for me. You think they're? Uh... Well, no, they wouldn't. They would just do uh, Alec Guinness. That would be fucking awesome if they got. Uh... Like, hey, Ewan, what are you doing? Ewan said he would do it if they asked. They so. had him do a little voiceover for the last movie. So. So are you, how are you approaching this? Are you just jumping around? Or are you going to try to go in order of we scenes? We usually just sort of kind of talk to the movie. We don't really, there's not, we, we don't really go through it. It's just sort of, it, it's a discussion wherever it kind of leads us. So. So. I know you really enjoyed the movie, Erica. Did you have any things you didn't like about it? Oh, of course. There's always there's always going to be stuff. I thought, as much as I... And we already said spoilers, right? Yeah. As much as I liked um, Kylo just being like, yeah, fuck you, Snoke. I'm the supreme leader now. I do think... And I, I, I like the kind of like... How you can go anywhere with that now. I, I do think it was a little cheap that they kind of built this guy up to be potentially the, you know, equivalent of the Emperor. And there's some, could have been some backstory there that we never really got. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was a little weak. That it was just sort of like, yeah, this guy's dead now. And now it's Kylo. And that's just. Yeah, we know nothing about Snoke. At all. And, and, and they spent a whole movie building him up. Right, exactly. And then they just kind of dropped it. I mean, they pretty much, it was like they were sitting there writing the script for the second movie and they were like, eh, you know what? We can't come up with anything. Let's just drop it. (laughs) No, that's not to say that there won't be, he won't have some presence in the, in the third movie or there won't be some explanation of kind of what he was or what he did or whatever. Um... I'm trying, because there were things that I kind of was bothered about There, There, I think there, they should have, one thing we all, I think we all agreed on was this movie was long. It was very long. Um, and you felt it at certain points in the movie. As you were getting toward the ending, once they got on the Not Hoth planet. Crate. Is that what it was called? Yes, it's in the video game, so I know that. Oh, okay. My favorite <laughs> was when they had the one guy in one of the trenches and he like reached out and it was like, ooh, salt. It's like, why did we need, we didn't need that scene? We didn't need that scene. Just so you could be like, it's not snow. It's not Hoth. It just looks exactly like it. It's salt. It's different. Uh, like you could have cut that. that you could have cut that. That couple seconds there. You could have cut the the entire casino planet. See, that didn't bother me as much as like it did other people. I think no, that ben- needed to go. Benicio Del Toro was a little pointless. Um, well, that just sums up that the whole thing was pointless. Because the whole thing was to get you to meeting him. I mean, you also needed something. I mean, the whole, like, Master Code thing was kind of like, yeah. Well. But you needed something for them to do. Yeah. And I don't but know. But I think I, having them well, infiltrate the Snoke's ship a little bit more, that could you could have had them kind of like. Well, and that was my point to Bob. If you needed something for Finn and Rose to do. Couldn't you have just skipped the part where they went on the stupid planet and just went straight into, they found a way to get through the shield. We found a weakness in the shield, and then they get on the ship, and everything else pretty much happens the same way it did. Couldn't you just do that? Well, in theory, and then, you could have and then you, Finn knowing, like, oh, there's, like, a thing that we can, or, like, a exhaust port or some shit we could yeah. get into. 
and then you cut out a half hour of shit. I mean, that whole Casino Planet thing, it was all trash. It was beginning to end shit. And I love at the end, it was such shit that Rose at the end was like, thank God we freed the space horses. It was all worth it. And I thought that I sat there and I thought to myself, they're just going to get recaptured next day. <laughs> what the fuck? You didn't do shit. Eh, you can see what they're like the hope from this kind of, well, what they were kind of going I for think with the overall movie. The most important part of that scene is setting up the kids, the kids. And, and I've, I've heard a lot of people shit on that last scene. I thought that was pointless too. Oh no, that's huge. No, I was like, like, had tears in my eyes. I loved that shit. That's, that's the, that's the rebellion. Right. Right there. That's how they're going to re like shore up the, right. It's all like legends and like little shit that people hear and that little like spark. Right. And so so, my dad missed that he pulled the broom with the force. I was like, what? what? Gotta shore it up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Tighten it up. Getting old. <laughs> um, But no, I it, it is a challenge because, you know, you did. I think you absolutely needed that little bit at the end. And I think that well, you needed that, a way to show that the, how were they going? There were like ten people, and left. and it pays off more on why Luke dies. Right. You know, it, it brings more weight to it. Um, well, it's that he had this like fantastical last stand, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what gets kind of, you know, carried through and sure the legend that gets passed. I just wish they could have done it. Any other way, because I that casino section I just really didn't like. It was like cool world building, but it was like ah, oh, but you don't have time for it because there's other shit that should the be happening. The movie was, uh, and again, the movie was like exceptionally long. And um, the way the, the actual runtime, and the way these movies, it was like two and a half hours. And the way these movies are going, they're probably just going to drop any world building they might have done anyway for the next movie. Well, right. Like, are you going back there? No. Because we didn't really, with the original trilogy, you go back to Tatooine, but you don't go back to Cloud City. You don't go back to, you know, it's just like, nope, it's kind of one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, what did you think of the humor in the movie? I didn't really feel like any of it was landing. Like, what was there like a specific scene you're thinking of? No, just kind I of thought in it general. was funny when Kylo had no shirt on and Ray's like, "Could you put a shirt on, please?" Yeah, I started laughing at that. Well, he had the shirt off. That was, <laughs> that was that. pretty it was funny. Hysterical, because it was like, "Oh, Adam went and got swole." Okay, take his shirt off. Shirt's well, off. no, he's been that big. He's been that big for a long <laughs> well, time. Well, I haven't seen him since like the first season of Girls with his shirt off. So. Oh, he was huge then. I mean, you get a lot of people who hated that. I don't. Um, I thought that was my one thing about the movie. Adam Driver was fucking awesome. He's a great actor. He was carrying every scene he was in by a mile. He, he, he you said this um, that you know it's like he really figured out the character since the last movie and. Yeah, Ky- he's Kylo, Kylo was a much more interesting character this time. Last movie, he was just kind of like a whiny baby. That, I, that, that makes sense, though, right? He is that whiny baby in that first movie. It's like, and then he kind of comes into his own in this movie. But this movie takes place like three days later. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is that's true. Right we're, we're, that's not, true. we're yeah. not talking about a movie that takes place two years later. That's true. That's a very good point. And I mean, that's a continuity problem, but 
I think that's one of those ones I can look overlook. Um, well, it's one of those things where it's like I did enjoy the movie so much that it's like if it was a shitty movie, if I didn't enjoy it, I'd be like, "That'd be well, you beglomming on that." Like, look at when we talked about Rogue One. I was annoyed that it happens like right before A New Hope. Right. That was one of the things that we bitched about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I it's thought the Kai- Fast and the Furious movies and the Transformers kind of kind of uh we'll call it continuum where it's like oh these are amazing and the transformers movies are just kind of dog shit they're basically the same thing but they're done they're executed in much better ways yeah but i thought i thought kylo as a character was much more interesting i mean i never thought there was any chance of him turning to the light side i no. thought that was very clear I homie mean, killed his dad yeah, he yeah. said at the beginning i forget who even asked him was it ray why did you kill your father and he pretty much said like because i wanted to he was. It wasn't even like he was really mad at Han. He just wanted to do it. This isn't a guy who's coming back. No. And that's why the, when they did that scene, look, the set was awesome. That red room that Snoke was oh, in. Oh, that was great. I the turned light- above and I was like, I want to redo the house to look like that. <laughs> the lightsaber battle was great. Although, of course, you know, magically no one bleeds. But but you whatever. You saw blood, though, when they threw the one red guard into the turbine and you saw like the... Really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. So remember, I looked at Bob and I was like, <laughs> "I thought we were just seeing robes." I thought it was a little that might be it. Viscous I don't know. looking. But so there was great. The lightsaber battle was awesome. There were great things in that scene. However, the moment Ray and Kylo walk into that room, I was like, "Snoke's dead. Kylo's not going to the Force. Snoke's dead." And Kylo immediately, once they win that battle, he's like, "Nah, I'm not going to the light side, bitch." What do you think this was? You were just going to turn me around? I was no, going to be a I great guy? No, but I that he, though, was like, but you join me over here. So there's well, Yeah, but he that... wants her to come to the dark right, side. Right, right, right. But there's that connection between the characters that's going to carry through well, the next movie. And one thing that I think is very interesting is, and they played this up, they played it up a little bit throughout the movie, is they're kind of trying, they're trying to start to muddle the distinction between the dark and the light. And kind of to expand this concept that well, they even yeah, there's a gradient. Well, because that was the way that the old Jedi Order did it, right? And it was just there were the Sith and there were the Jedi, and that was just the way that it fucking was. Right. Pick a side. But it's and a lot in this movie, even when they were like talking to Benicio, and he was like, "Oh yeah, these all fuckers got rich off of like selling shit to the Empire." Oh wait, look, there's an X-wing in here too. They're doing the same thing on the other side. It's not all black and white it's very very gray was that like the cheap design how come how come the empire got all the cool looking designs and then for the resistance they're like the resistance is just like we want more x-wings are you saying the x-wing isn't cool looking have you seen a tie fighter get out of my house have you seen the tie fighter have you seen all the gear the empire in the first order wears they look so much cooler than everyone in the Resistance. The X-Wing is the best vehicle in Star Wars, and I will not hear any other. Mm-hmm, yeah. TIE uh, Fighter. It just evolved into you just, <laughs> you just screaming, TIE Fighter! X-Wing! TIE Fighter! For the next 45 minutes. That sounds like a pretty good podcast. <laughs> um... Uh, I, my point was just with that scene. I wish they would have 
somehow created some actual tension because there's no way anyone was watching that and they actually thought Kylo was about to turn to the light side. Eh, I disagree with you. I, I a don't... lot of dumb people out there, Alex. Okay, but you shouldn't create the movie for idiots. <laughs> this is the lowest common denominator. But, movie, I mean, though. here's the thing. What, what would you have done different in that situation? You know, we talk a lot about how, like, in wrestling, sometimes the obvious thing is the best payoff because it makes sense. Well, as long as it's executed well. And I thought they executed it pretty well. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, but they even laid it on so thick where Snoke was like, I can see the clarity in your heart. And yeah, but the now you're going to slay too. your yeah. true enemy. Well, and. You know, it kind of shows how... Well, it's hubris on his part, too, right? Couldn't Ray have just been the one that took control of the lightsaber and killed him? No, because then the fanboys all would have... Their heads all would have just exploded. Because she's already too much of a Mary Sue, Alex. She could turn on a lightsaber. That makes her way too capable. Uh, look, and we, do, we can't have that. We can't <laughs> have that. Look... I know you're going to get mad. Yes. She kind of is a Mary Sue, but I also don't care. But then so is Luke Skywalker. Nah, he got a lot of training. He did. He got training from Obi-Wan. For like... Five minutes? What? Like a day? On the Millennium Falcon? Okay. Have you been on the Millennium Falcon? That's the best ship in Star Wars, by the way, you son of a bitch. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I hate that he's kind of right on this one. But the X one's number two. Um... Luke wasn't getting, like, tons of, like, Jedi training. No, and he wasn't even on Dagobah that long. Couple days? At least he got some. Uh, Better than none. Ray got some, too, from Luke. Yeah, some better movie, than none in the miss in this movie in the first movie she's beating kylo ren in a straight up fight he was wounded he was also very injured he got shot and like he was injured but here's the thing even he, he, all this aside it race characters works she's great i don't care i already said i don't care but let's he not try care to care that she's a mary sue is what he's saying yeah Okay, I'm right. That's fine. No, you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> because, no, I think you could look at any main character in any sort of sci-fi movie and point and be they're, like... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're mega competent right away. Right. Yeah, and so. I don't, like, it it's just only seems to be an issue when... I mean, everybody had a big fucking problem with it when The First Awakens came out. Not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody. It was a talking point for idiots on well, the internet. Well, here, here's the thing. Even, even if she is a Mary Sue, which... You can debate that. The problem that I have with the discussion is that people are slinging it at it's her. A bad thing because right. it's you know a female character. Oh right, that's that's clearly. Let's not get this wrong. That's clearly what's going on. Right. However, I will say there is a funny line running through this movie, and that's every man is a complete idiot, and every woman does everything right in this movie. Is that not what was happening? Poe Dameron, how the fuck is Poe Dameron only demoted to a captain? The guy should have been thrown in the brig and fucking shot on sight. <laughs> well, they're a little, they're running a little low on uh, like yeah. pilots and shit. Okay, so they can't shoot the guy. My point is, I love, I love after he tries to take over the ship and everything, and they go in the room and they knock him out. 
they're carting them off onto that other ship to escape. And Laura, the pink haired lady, Laura Dern is like, Hey, you know, I kind of like him. You kind of like him. He just almost got all of you killed. He's an idiot. I, don't know that I can't that wait far. till the next movie starts. It's 10 years in the future and he's an admiral. Oh, he'll totally be an admiral. <laughs> Great hopefully, decision maker, Poe Dameron. Hopefully in a long-term relationship with Finn and it'll be a beautiful thing. Nah, it's going to be him and Ray. I know. I'm really sad about it. Nah, it could be him and Rose. You think Finn and Rose? Finn and Rose. You just don't no, need, yeah, like, yeah. Some... I'm saying I'm saying Ray and Poe. No. Oh, yeah. No. Who else would it be? and Finn. That's not going to happen. Wait, wait, Get over wait, your gay wait, ships. Wait, wait, <laughs> Where? I will not. Okay, okay. sir. I, 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 I just, I'm just trying to figure out where you're getting Poe and Ray. I will also they say. They met on the Millennium Falcon. I will say and that. Poe Dameron gave her the Poe Dameron greeting. Hey, baby. How you doing? Want to fuck? I was going to say, he has like <laughs> sexual chemistry with the fucking droid. So it's like. BB-8. Love to see you again, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> Let's go repair my ship. He was kind of giving her the fuck me eyes. By the way, that's another funny thing about the movie. Laura Dern just shows up out of nowhere, suddenly a vice admiral, and then you're supposed to care when she sacrifices herself at the end. Who could have possibly cared? I mean, the character was fine, but I think that Couldn't there's... she have been in The Force Awakens like to build up to this? You can't do the sacrifice with a character who's it, it been was on rather for convenient. three minutes. It was, yeah. She was there to... And I, I think the problem... Well, no, because they did this before Carrie passed, so... I think the problem is that Michael Bay didn't direct it. Because then you could have got that... But Michael Bay doesn't do continuity between movies. No, you just get him to direct that scene. You'll get the long, drawn-out Bruce Willis on the asteroid taking way too long. Seeing to images press. of Liv Tyler. <laughs> the rest of that. Um, that would have made you care. I mean, it, it was, like again, if we want to pull this back to the most important piece of media, Dragon Ball Z. It is when you only care when people sacrifice themselves, when you like get to know the character and build up to a genuine love yeah right it helps to build up something right it does for sure um I mean, look it was a cool scene it was a cool shot where the ship goes through the oh, other ship awesome. yeah. and there was the you saw the two big white lines mm-hmm. great shot that was amazing it was awesome that but it was great have had a little bit more but weight if it was a character you no cared about. no emotion no emotional resonance yeah, it she, was the she, same with. Uh, I mean, and she was in the first movie, Captain if, Phasma. Look, if it would have been that exact same thing, but they would have done it where it was uh, Leia doing it. The place would have been the, the theater would have been raining. Yeah, it already kind of was when her and uh, uh, Mark Hamill met. On yeah, but that was just because she's gone, and I was like, okay, sure, sobbing. Oh, sure. But I mean, it was a good scene between the two of them. But I, I, he, I see what you mean, and I think that that would have been that would have been five movies of buildup for an awesome sacrifice, right? Right. Rather than random but pink-haired lady we just introduced, I would say at the same time, though, I don't think they're gonna let. She's like the leader of the resistance at this point. Right? You need the way they wrote the story. She needed to be there to the end of the movie. Uh, I think that it's going to present a really difficult challenge for them to figure out what the fuck to do with the next one. That's why I'm thinking time jump. Oh, it's definitely going to be a time jump. But fucking getting spaced couldn't kill her. 
what are they going to write? How are they going to write her up? Uh, it just might be old age. It might just be like a funeral to start the next. It's movie. just going to be like ten years in the future, and she's dead. That's what. That's I what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, she's just passed. So which how- sucks because what they're kind of building up to because you could see it in this movie where Kylo is still having he still has a connection with his mother. He couldn't fire on the on the oh yeah uh, what do you call it the bridge when he was going by there. So that whole sort of you know arc is just kind of done. Did you enjoy Leia turning into Superman for ten seconds? I didn't have a problem with that scene. I was kind of about it. I thought it was a little goofy. But it was a fine. Little, it was fine. A little goofy. I was fine with I it. I didn't have a problem with it. Now, the only thing I took, the thing was, a lot of people are saying, and it probably is just Leia saving herself. I don't know how an unconscious person who's in the vacuum of space would have saved herself, but whatever. But, you know, it's the force, whatever, magic, space magic. But I kind of read the scene like you were supposed to believe Ray was helping her because... The scene happens, she, you know, her fingers tingle, she flies inside the ship, and she gets in the ship, and they cut away on that bracelet she was wearing with the, you know, the um, yeah, the beacon. The, the tracker thing. The yeah. tracker, yeah. And then they go right to Ray, who's asleep, and they're zoomed in on that tracker. Now, that could just be editing to go from one scene to the next, but... I think I did think that was shot in a way to make you think Ray in her sleep was helping Leia. I didn't get that when I first saw it, but I, I guess that could be a possibility. Could be, but it wasn't something that I read into. Since Ray is it. the mega most powerful best force user ever, she could do that. Mega most powerful force user ever. Yeah. Hey, since we're speaking about Ray, what do we think about her parents? I'm into it, and I hope that they don't. Who cares? That. I'm all about them being nobodies. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I told Bob this, or Bob and I talked about all this already, so I'll stop saying that. But <laughs> I had thought from The Force Awakens, I always told people, why does it matter who her parents are? Does it even matter? Unless you're going to say that her ancestor, you know, one of her ancestors is Obi-Wan or something. But even if her parents aren't somebody, you could make her ancestor somebody strong. It could be some other Jedi, right? They could have some but sort of Force-sensitive... Like, family line. Right, somewhere in there. Lineage. Um, right. But I always thought, you know, it doesn't really matter who her parents are. I feel like it's just something for people to talk about, but it doesn't actually matter to the story itself. But when they had Kylo say, you know your parents were just nobodies who abandoned you... Now I thought to myself... Is he fucking with her? You just gave us that information from an unreliable source who was trying to pull her to his side. Right, which is fair. I will say, though, that a lot of the time, the... Well, because he's not really a Sith. We'll say, like, the Dark Jedi in past media may tell you the truth. Like, this is what's the truth, but they're going to try and manipulate you with that truth does that make sense well aching it's just it's like uh, you're right over there yeah it's also possible she was just some magical creation to balance the force out because when she was in that cave when she was in that cave she asked who are my parents and they just showed her herself right 
Right. So this might have been a midichlorian creation. Don't you ever say that word on this podcast ever again. Alex, I was so worried that like Luke was going to say that. Because he was like, they had those old Jedi books. And I was like, I swear to fucking God, if they have Luke Skywalker say midichlorians, I may get up and leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've really gone out of their way to be like, what, prequels? What? What? Nah. 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 Um. Another another thing in this movie, Finn was barely in it. And if you take out that stupid stuff on the casino planet, he's barely it. in it at all. Right. It's like they for they just didn't have anything to do for the character. And so there was that. Then they just made Captain Phasma a complete joke again. That was really disappointing because you really made they made a big deal about ooh right, we they hired were fucking Brienne of Tarth. She's a badass. Is gonna be great, and she's like in the movie for collectively five minutes. It's like a running gag. I'm sure she's gonna show up in the next movie and be defeated in ten seconds. Yeah, she got kind of swallowed by fire. I don't know if she's coming. <laughs> please, back. please. You know they're bringing her back for another movie. I don't. Alex. It's probably going to be a surprise. They're not going to have her do any press, but I guarantee you she's going to show up again in the next movie. Well, here's an interesting thing. I mean, thing. irregardless, it was just she was just kind of like a wet fart just in there, both of them. Right. Beaten by Finn like nothing. Like the fight it was, was fine. It was a cameo that took off because everyone was like, hey, it's Gwendolyn Christie. Well, it's because we know and love Gwendolyn Christie and is fucking She brand. had cool right. armor and, you know, it's like it wasn't the armor is fine. It's it's Gwendolyn Christie, and I love her from Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's all that is. I mean, she really should have just been killed off in the first movie and eh. moved on. But if you're gonna bring her back, you're gonna make her a recurring character. You had to do something with you her. You should do something with. Well, and you could have done more with her in regards to like a Finn arc. Right. You know, we got a nest. This is very important. We got to like pull it out. We got to try and like get the optimal. Bob the dog pulling on some Did you call pulling me? on a you towel. Called me, yes. It's a blanket. Blanket, whatever. Um but no, yeah, I, I would agree that I thought Finn's uh Finn's arc in this was a little like lacking. Nyeh. Well And then to top it all off at the end, Rose sexually assaults him. Ridiculous. I like turned me off the whole movie. I enjoyed Rose as well. I, I worry that we're like they're gonna go towards some fucking love triangle thing that I'm just not interested in at all. Um, but yeah, what I liked about Rose was it really let the movie look at loss, and that's something Star Wars has typically very much shied away from. Right, because she had her sister. Right. Or, you know, even in the face of loss, it's, you know, it's for the cause. And like, right. no right. one, you never see anyone really grieving in well, Star Well, those Wars. first, like the original trilogy, it's never, oh shit, we have like 10 people left. We're fucked. Yeah. You know? Now, speaking of that, so. Oh, sorry, sorry. Another, before we get off Rose and Finn, another funny thing about that. At the end, when they're fighting all the ATATs on crate, Rose and Finn crash. Well, she crashes into him, right? Because he's gonna gonna kill himself, right? Ten feet in front of the ATATs, somehow he just drags her back to the fortress. 
right? Yes, but didn't Kylo say, well, didn't Luke walk out at that point and Kylo is being a moron? I don't know. I... Maybe there was some sort of explanation. But when I saw Finn just drag her back into that bunker, I was like, none of the guys in the First Order were just like, hold on, let me pull out my rifle and just shoot these two idiots. <laughs> I did enjoy just from a that's really stupid, but I, I'm kind of digging it when the Luke projection like walked out of all like the smog and like the laser blasts and just gave it the good. So was that when yeah? So the moment all that blaster fire hit him and he was completely unscathed, I was like, oh, he's not here. Was that how long did it take you guys to figure out that's not him? I either figured it was some. I figured it was. Something with the force. Either he was he's that powerful that he was able to bounce it all off. But he also looked how he looked like in those flashbacks. Yeah, he looked a little younger. Right. So that was his hair was different and it was a little like hmm. There's a little, there were little nods there that if you were paying attention you knew. If you weren't Right. You wouldn't I was into that whole scene though. I did enjoy it. Well it was exactly you know, kinda of what it needed. Because there was no way that the Rebellion, and I think in the next movie we're going back to Rebellion. Um, I Because they went through numerous times in this movie where they said Rebel instead of Resist, you know. Well, so. Resistance never really made much sense in the... Well, the one thing in the last movie that was really like... Was they didn't really establish, and I mean, I don't really care about the galactic politics of it all, because that was one of the major problems with the prequels, um, was you didn't establish, w- w- is the First Order, like, in charge? Are they fighting? Right. The, you needed something, you needed- what, Whatever the, the fucking, like, government was, like, like what- it was weird it wasn't in the crawl. It was never explained. Like, what happened? Well, you just see these planets blow up, and it's like, okay. You know, is the First Order the replacement for the Empire, or is there a new Galactic Senate, and the First Order is trying to take it over? Right. Like, what is the connection of the... Obviously, there's a connection between the First Order and the fucking Empire, but it's like... What is it? What is it exactly? Yeah, there, Did they the, just find all their shit and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll use all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff, and I think a lot of people were expecting more answers. In well, this and the movie. unfortunate thing is, it's a it's in the books situation, but it's like I don't care what's in the books. That's helpful, right? Exactly. It's this should be at least touched on in the movies. You need you need the really high level, right? The 20,000 foot view of this is the kind of political and if you want to go back to the books and read the details great that's on you but I think they did a little bit better job in this movie being like they at least mentioned though the government was destroyed it is the first hour now they're taking over like all of these star systems and it's us and we're fighting against them it wasn't a big thing but they did talk about it a little bit in this movie. So another question is, what is the state of the First Order at this point? Kylo's Supreme Leader. We know Kylo's Supreme Leader. Um, but was that their fleet? What do you mean? Or going up against the Resistance? Well, how thing? big are they? Yeah. Right. Like, was that everything they got? Or was that just a tiny piece of it? Um, yeah, because that... 
you know, raises questions too about does the First Order need to rebuild itself over time or are there like 15 more of those dreadnoughts floating out in space? Right, exactly. You know, so a lot of questions there um, and just not a lot of answers. It was very frustrating. <laughs> well, right, because you did kind of line up a whole bunch of, and it's stuff that should have been addressed in the last movie. Yes. They I, kind of really set up, like, this is the new world we're kind of playing in. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I think, and I think I said this to both of you already, but I, what I like this movie a lot more for what it sets up. Because it's the second in a, right. Mm-hmm. I just really liked the message of, you know, that there is that spark in the dark. There is that hope. And maybe just because of the year that I've fucking had. But it really kind of resonated with me, and it really, I, I really, really liked it. And, yeah, it just, it worked for me. There were parts that, you know, obviously were weaker, you know, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was fine. <laughs> Do not rush to see this movie. Wait for it to come out at Redbox. I'll argue that everybody who, yeah, it did, people have already rushed, I, I think. It's just based on the box office, sure. Right, I get that. Right. But. So, well, and it's a new Star Wars movie. It's have right. you have you seen this thing where um, AMC theaters are now giving people a warning uh, before the movie that there's a section where the sound goes out, and it's a deliberate choice by the movie. Were people really getting up and saying something? <laughs> yeah, Erica. People voted for Trump. I know. They're I idiots. Know. They're idiots. Because <laughs> imagine that scene, but with a big dumb explosion noise. Like, I thought that scene was perfect the way it was. What it should have happened is the ship should have crashed into each other, and then there should have been a... Da-da-da. Just so you know. Something good happened. <laughs> a sting. A little, like, musical cue. Like, hey, dummy, this is a good thing. What was Vegeta's American music? It was bad. <laughs> it should have been that song. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but it was bad. It was like the bells or what? It was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb. I'm going to say it one dun, more time. Dun, dun, it was dumb. Dun, dun, dun. So it, anyone... Watch Dragon Ball with the fucking Japanese music. It's a thousand times better. Any last thoughts on The Last Jedi? No. No, I think we kind of we we kind of covered it all. Um, I don't understand the hate that it's getting, and I think that people probably need to go outside more. How about all when all the rocks start levitating around Ray while Luke's training her? He says, "I'm going to give you three lessons," and the rocks start levitating. She's like, "He's like, I've only seen this power one time before. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. And I'm done training you." And then three minutes later, he's training her again. What? (laughs) Did they cut out the movie where they talk and they explain this? They cut out the scene? You know what I mean, Bob the dog. They cut out shit. Cut out important things. It couldn't be a four hour long movie. (laughs) Yeah, that might have made it better. Just like like Batman v Superman. Superman. (laughs) Colon Dawn of Justice. Say the whole name, Alex. God damn it. All right. Well, what do we got coming up? Uh, March is stacked. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we've got a bunch in March, and May is going to be a little crazy too. There's Dis- no way that Han Disney Solo wants movie is good, to right? own the month of May. But Han Solo, that's Solo, like it's called Solo, which is the dumbest have, I, thing. I have no desire to see it. Of the three movies, though, isn't Rogue One the best one? No. Go Come fuck on. yourself, Alex. No. Come on. I. It might be good. Really didn't enjoy Rogue One. I forget who I was talking to, but someone thought the Han Solo movie was going to star Harrison Ford again. So a moron, then. You were talking to a moron. It would appear so. Do they understand? Like, like Han Solo doesn't like the Star Wars movies. The only reason he agreed to be in the last one was because they were going to kill him off and he would never have to do it again. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> and then Mark Hamill came in and he was like, hey, I can't wait to do episodes eight and nine. They were like, uh, he'll be back in episode nine. Uh, Force ghosts. I thought he did a really good job in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Wow, Mark Hamill, good actor. Who knew? <laughs> good voice actor. Great there, voice there's actor. There's a there's a kind of a funny story about when um, Family Guy did Blue Harvest, mm-hmm. uh, which was funny, and then Fox made them do the other two, and those were bad. Correct. Um, uh, Peter as Han makes a joke at some point that's like, I'm the only one in this movie who still has a career after this. And Mark Hamill evidently got really angry at it and went to the studio. Stop it, To really? yell at them, but security wouldn't let him in. Oh, Mark Hamill. <laughs> that's sad. Then the scene worked. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Best Joker. He was the best Joker. All right, folks. Well, I think that will do it for us tonight. Um, Oh, you didn't finish talking about what else is coming up. Oh, didn't we? Oh, no. We just said, like, March is stacked. I don't know that there's really... I mean, January is... There's, like, one thing in January, I thought. Or is it in February? Uh... Black Panther? Is Black Panther in February? Black Panther's in February. Okay, so there you go. Um... I bet you that'll be okay. Just okay, because it's a Marvel movie. It'll be adequate. Yes, exactly. And if it's anything more than adequate, okay, cool, fine. Here's a question. What's the first X-Men universe character to show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Wolverine. Wolverine. I'm sticking with Eric on Deadpool. He's going to show up in like... He's, oh, he's walk definitely by in the background. Yeah. He's definitely going to be lobbying hard. No, here's what I think is happening. I think Disney is probably got the whole Avengers team like sitting down saying, "You fucking write a stinger so the second this deal is done, we can get it filmed you know, in, in the film." You know who probably won't be showing up in many more Deadpool movies? I'm, I'm assuming he's in Deadpool too. Uh, TJ Miller? Miller? Yeah. Oops. Career over. Nice job, buddy. Everybody sucks, Bob. Everyone is garbage. Why why do people think it's okay to write a letter to someone or talk to someone who's transgender and intentionally call them by the old, you know, he, she, you know, call them the wrong thing on purpose? Because people are assholes. And that's that's the sort of thing... You would never dream of doing in person. No. I don't suck. understand. Yeah. It's just, it, it doesn't affect you at all. 
So, and you know, and, I, I don't want to get into know, a big thing here. And you but... know you're a lunatic when you get that mad defending the Emoji movie. The fucking Emoji movie, bro? Like, why was he defending it at all? I just assumed he knew it was a paycheck. It's a great paycheck. Right. You Take came the paycheck, work. move on with your day. You just Who did, cares you, if it sucks? All you did was voiceover work. You're coming to work in fucking pajamas. Who gives a shit? You don't even have to shower when you do voiceover work. That's the dream. But like, no, you, you, there's no way you thought that was going to be a good movie. And if you did, I want to know who your pot dealer is. That's some good shit. That's that good kush. Um, you gotta be transphobic. Get the fuck out of here, dude. We'll it's stop. not like you just made the fucking Dark Knight. Like, take a chill pill. Well, even if you did, that doesn't mean you get to be like, no, swinging sure, around saying, hate speech. I oh, know what I, you mean. I, I know. What you I mean, know. Though. It's like you made some dumbass kids movie. You didn't make Casablanca or something. It's not even like you made a Pixar movie. You made a movie based on emojis. <laughs> Is there anything else we're looking forward to? No. Um. Your new TV. What were some of the other posts? Uh, yeah, I think we kind of talked about it all because the previews yeah. kind of covered it all. And then, um, yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye on TeamPumaKnife.com. Always. For stuff. F- future after the movies. Uh, Black, or, yeah, Black Panther is probably the next one. Well, there but was we some... might have some other stuff. I mean, we wanted to, we saw Baby Driver at a party. We need to actually like properly watch that. Right. Did you oh. see Baby Driver, Alex? Nope. Right. I did want to watch it. There's some there's some backlog, me, some catch up. Yep, um, that we'd like to do. Then also on the Team Puma Knife Network, you have Subtle Interference, starring me and Alex, and occasionally, always Erica joins us. <laughs> and Bob fucks up the intro every week. I did good last week. Bob can't do an intro, and he certainly can't do an outro. Nope. Uh, also, check out our live play D&D podcast called Improvised Weapons, run by my friend Sam in Vermont. Nah. <laughs> Such an asshole. And if you're feeling that Game of Thrones itch and you want to listen to our last season or two of uh, Beyond the Red Waste, you can also check that out. Why are you still promoting that? You know it's never fucking ending, right? It, it You got to promote, Alex. You got to promote. You're never getting that book, Bob. Deal with We're it. We're going to get it. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, you're going to get it. It'll be written by someone else, but you're going to get it. <laughs> I can't wait for the posthumous release. Um, it sounded like you said pasta humus. <laughs> pasta humus. Mm-hmm. That's I like pasta. the uh, species of the flying spaghetti monster. Oh, okay. Cool. So on that, thank you for listening to our podcast after the movie. No. Where we can find us or anything. Oh, do you, do you want... Usually, you, I, yeah, that's why I usually just, do the outros. You can find me at uh, Lady Near the Lake. Lots of complaining on Twitter because, you know, that's that's a thing. Uh, Bob, where can people find you? You can find me at the New Time Lord. Outstanding. Alex, can people find you anywhere? No. Don't <laughs> add me. Don't follow me. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so thank you for joining, folks, and we will see you next time.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>